welcome back Robin Sills for another year of Medically Speaking, St. Mary's Hospital. We're very excited to be with you again uh, tonight, this year. So Happy New Year out to, there to everyone. I hope everyone had a safe holiday. I know mine was exhausting. I'm sure everybody's just starting to get back into the swing of things. We thought we would start our New Year off with a program that we were going to do in um, the end of December, but um, I think it's a little bit more apropos to do right now because we're doing a program about emergency room and urgent care. When do you use your urgent care versus your emergency room? And as you well know, St. Mary's Hospital has four urgent care centers soon to have another one, and we continue to grow with our urgent care services. And with me tonight is one of our stellar nurses, registered nurse, Janice Edmonds. Hi, Janice. Hi, Robin. How are you? Janice has been with us before talking about our urgent care centers, but since the last time you were here, they have grown and changed by leaps and bounds, and you pretty much have coordinated the setup at most of our urgent care centers, right? I've assisted, yes. You've assisted. I know. She likes to, but I watch her in action. (laughs) So I'm going to tell you, she pretty much set it up, because putting together an urgent care center is no small task. Not at all. No, and I wouldn't want to mess with you if someone was putting something in the wrong room. Yeah, I probably wouldn't either. (laughs) (laughs) So Janice is an incredible RN, and which is near and dear to my heart, because those of you that have listened to me know that I'm also a registered nurse, and I really believe that registered nurses are truly our our, uh, Florence Nightingales and our Angels of Mercy out there, and I know that you definitely are. Yeah, you have the halo on tonight, because nurses do so much for our patients, and having registered nurses part of your team for your urgent care centers, as well as your emergency rooms, which we know they are, but I don't think that people really know if there is registered nurses in their urgent cares. And we like to highlight that. We do have them. Um, I'm not quite sure, but I think we might be the only ones. Yeah, I think that we, I I definitely think that is one of our pieces that stands out the most to me. So today, we met a little bit, but we've been talking about this for a long time, and we've been talking about when we use an urgent care versus an emergency room. And as I was driving over here in the car tonight, I was thinking about something because this is kind of, I think it was probably... For me, it was a little bit of a a, a, uh, revelation. I could not believe how many people used our urgent care center over the New Year's Day holiday. Oh. I I couldn't couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. So, you know, when you think of the time frame of a holiday, especially when it falls through a weekend like this one did, a lot of doctor's offices are closing early on a Friday, like businesses, right? Yes. And they're not open on the Saturday or the Sunday. And then because the holiday was on the Sunday, people had the Monday off. Correct. So a lot of physicians' offices were closed. So just give some of the numbers that happened on the day after New Year's Day. Because I one thought that... Of our, one of our facilities saw 55 doctor patients, another one saw 47 I think it was um Another was in the 30s. Right. And Cheshire, which is our newest one. So I think 13. But it's we need unbelievable to, bump up those to me, too. though, to that how many patients, especially the West Main Street facility, because yeah. that one's right in the hub of things. So we call that the kind of the hub of yeah, our that's urgent our central care, one. That's our what central we're and it. the hub. But think of the 54, 55 patients, whatever. There's, you know, we try not to have a wait. Correct. You know, try not to have a wait. So we really try to get those patients in and out of there. But, you know, if your doctor's office is closed and there is a long break, your urgent care center is really the place that people are going to look to go. Most definitely. And we know why you're there within 
10 to 15 minutes of why you're there. Right. Something happened to you on the way over here. We're not going to break HIPAA by any stretch of the imagination, but you were so afraid you were going to be late, but you were in the Cheshire facility and, yes. a, and a young girl came in with a with the head injury. Yeah, a head injury. And you assessed her and got her right to into assessed our her, ER. triaged her, waited for the ambulance, and I was like, Bye, ladies. I'm out. Yeah, I gotta get. <laughs> gotta I go. gotta get. Gotta go to the radio station. But you know what I wanted to highlight tonight is you see some of those types of situations that will come into an urgent care center, but because of our relationship with the hospital, because we have emergency room physicians that work in our urgent care centers, you guys have a path for people that is much different. Than, than what you would see in a typical urgent care center. Everything, so the patient comes into the urgent care center and we feel they need to go to the ER, they go to our ER. So we send everything over, either via fax or give them a call and say, hey, look, this is what I have coming down. So they're already in the know of what is coming in. And, the, and, and they've been triaged also. Yes. So, you know, that whole time when you go into an emergency room and you have to tell your whole story again, you know, that's, I think for patients, that's so daunting, but pretty much, right, pretty much that's been done already because you've been, they've been triaged by you. Right. But they are still going to probably gonna ask them questions, right. questions yeah. but what we were talking about today is there was a communication that happens with our emergency room physician and the physician that's there. Yes. And that's, that's the piece that's different. I think. I think that's hugely different because the independent ones they're, they're not connected to the hospital. Right. So they don't have that relationship. Right, definitely. And they're so they're making that phone call to that physician. So when that patient gets there, we know that they're going to get, and, and they're coming by ambulance most Correct. of the time. So they're going to get them right in. Because I know getting into an emergency room and sitting there for those endless hours and not being seen for a while, and we know that that happens. Our ERs are really busy. But the urgent care centers were created to help offset some of that right right so why don't we talk a little bit about what's what you would go to an urgent care center for versus what you would go to the emergency room for well anything for the urgent care centers any minor injuries illnesses if you think you have the flu you come right to see us we'll test you um and take care of that right there sprains strains any eye infections Mm. any coughs or colds Mm -hmm. if you have a rash right Mild nausea, vomiting, diarrhea. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. Today. We'll talk about that a little if more. If anything mm. longer, you really probably need to be assessed in the ER. Um, fractures, minor fractures. Right. So we're talking wrists, right. ankles. Yeah. I mean, a twisted knee. Yep. You know, but a break of a larger bone. It should go Especially straight to the ER. What you were saying in a, in a program that we did before was when it comes through the skin. Yes. If right? it comes through the skin... Go to the emergency room. Go to the emergency room. room. Right, right, because it's going to need to be fixed. So I would also say minor burns can come see us. So if you're cooking and you end up touching the stove and it's not a big blister and oozing, then you can come see us. That's something we could take care of. But if it's oozing, you have a big, huge blister, which we tell you not to pop, um, (laughs) go to the ER. Now, another thing we were talking about today, too, is some... Some of our patients have a harder time getting an appointment with their physician. Say, say they're going to be traveling. Say they're going to be they're going to be away for a couple of months. You know, I needed to get in. I really should have my I should have my blood pressure done. Maybe I should get my flu shot. They can have that done. Oh, we're there because we can get you in 
probably sooner than you can't get into it's your a primary walk-in. care. You walk right in. And then, but then there's a report that goes to their primary care physician. If it's requested. Right. So if they say, you know, can you send this to my doctor just to keep record? Then yeah, we have no send, problem with that. Then you can send it right we over. We don't there. automatically send it. Right. Maybe after we switch to all computerized worlds. Right. That will go different. straight And through. that is going to be happening. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're pretty much every one of our facilities is computerized to agree, but we're all going to be on a similar system right. soon, which is going to be a, a, a fun but daunting task, right? But everybody's going to be connected, and that's the you know that's, that's the so new important. world. It's so important because you could see records everywhere, which is so important. So even your your referring physician, um, someone that's you know, or your primary care physician, he would be able to see the records if he has a link to our system. Most definitely, yeah, which he'd is be able excellent. To see, yeah, because it's so much easier than waiting for that fax. And I could also see if after we're all connected, I could see if somebody was at a different hospital and then this hospital right. and. Right, that's, definitely. That's if they be, have similar systems, awesome. you can definitely look at the records. It's so important because the coordination of care is what we're looking to do. Right. And the urgent care centers play a piece in that because, you know, we say the word urgent, but there's other things that you do that are not so urgent. Correct. Right? So if someone needs a flu shot. They come in and I ask them, who's your primary care doctor? I don't have one. Huh. We have so many docs that we could hook them up with. Right. We have something at St. Mary's called ZocDoc. ZocDoc. Right. So you can actually pull the system up. All the time. All the, you do. So I tell do them what the happens. Time. Tell them how ZocDoc works So I go So this to, is someone does not have a physician. Right. I go to stmh.org, and it says ZocDoc right on there. Click on the link, and it pulls up all the urgent, uh, all the primary care doctors, shows a picture, where they went to school, <laughs> little things about them, right. which patients Location. love. Location. Their location. And it actually shows their next available appointment. That's awesome. Which so And they can, can book right online. And they can book right online. Right. Now, do you book it for them? or do you? We give can, them, but some of them want to, to go, go home, home and research. Right. So this is a service in our urgent care center. You right. know, we didn't talk about that, but, you know, as we're sitting here talking, I think that's a huge piece because we are able to show them all the physicians that we have in our network. that are Franklin providers and some of the specialists that are the Franklin providers and be able hopefully to get them an appointment, you know, whatever we found. And so they do their follow-up, which is huge. And then that physician usually calls us and says, can you send us that chart? Right. So we can see why you wanted them to have us as a primary care doctor. That's awesome. And anybody that's a community physician too, um, we can do the same thing for. They're on there. They're on there. So, you know, anybody that's a community physician that's a non-Franklin provider, which is a physician that's affiliated with St. Mary's Hospital, we have a ton of physicians that are partners with St. Mary's through our accountable care organization, as well as just being community physicians that physicians that practice at St. Mary's, but they're in private practice. Right. And we can, we can coordinate that care with them just as well. Easily. For you. You know, and I speak of orthopedics, say. Someone comes in with a broken bone, wrist, they come in, we see them, we x-ray them. Actually, in the Cheshire office now, we have some flexibility with that. Maybe you want we to do. talk about that. We have, um, in our same building, we have um, a specialty office that has orthopedics in there. Um, urology. Urology. Yep. Cardiology. Mm-hmm. General surgery. General surge. And gastro. Gastro. And they rotate. Right. Days, times. Well, they're there at all the same time, but... 
like one's there in the morning and then one's right they have a rotated we call it our rotating specialty space and i think it's really we're going to follow that model as we move around and put up different facilities but this model that we have with you is we have a primary care office where and i've had dr testa on before dr john testa and dr robbie achima and then next to you them is the specialty suite correct and that specialty suite as dr testa has mentioned has that rotation so if one of them being orthopedics because they use ortho as an example. So if someone comes into the urgent care center on a Wednesday, on a Wednesday, or comes in yep. and then we can call whatever your orthopedics True. and they can be seen. But if they come in on a Wednesday, he's there. In the morning when he's there, I'm going and knocking on that door. <laughs> <laughs> you come in, he's there, and I think that's really neat. And it's a service that we can offer that's right in that building in that town, most you definitely. know, in the town of Cheshire. So, what about? The emergency room. So what would you say to a patient or, or our audience out there? What are some of the things you would focus, focus on to tell them to go straight to the emergency room and not utilize an urgent care? Straight to the emergency room. Chest pain. Mm. Definitely should go to the emergency room. So much more that they have available in the emergency department to find out if it is a heart attack and to get you up to the cardiac cath lab if that's where you need to go or if you need to be monitored or if you need to be admitted you're it's all right there um extreme burns like we spoke of the minor Mm -hmm. ones before Mm -hmm. extreme burns Mm -hmm. gasoline on you Mm -hmm. it's all about the percentage of your body so you really should go there um if you have a family member unfortunately to say that you have um, a suspected drug overdose Mm -hmm. they really should go straight there um, any uncontrollable bleeding that just will not stop. Mm. We will see no, minor nosebleeds in the urgent care, but if something else is bleeding and you can't stop it, you should definitely go there. Especially if someone's on a blood thinner. Yeah. Right. And broken bones with deformity, like we said before, if it's coming out of the skin, you don't want to see us. You want to go there. Want to go, right. You want to <laughs> go to the emergency room. Do you guys have Narcan, though? We do. Oh, okay. Just in case. Okay. Um... The ambulance is right down the street in Cheshire, and they're there PDQ. Yeah, that's nice. Campus yes. is right down the street <laughs> in Cheshire, yeah. So severe head injuries, mm. um, if you think suspected poisoning or symptoms of a stroke, mm. that facial droop, anything right. like that, Fast. really should just go straight mm-hmm. to the ER. But I'm not going to lie. As I said, if I'm driving down the street with my husband and he's experienced chest pain, and I see a facility there. You're going to run in. I'm going to run in because I'm well, going to think, think about that somebody's it. there. I mean, think about it. I mean, I'm, I'm, we're focusing on the Cheshire location. But even if you're in, on West Main Street. Right. Right. Say you're on West Main Street in Waterbury and you're in the car and your husband is experiencing, or God forbid, you are experiencing right. extreme chest pain. And the urgent care center is and literally you see a two cross seconds. Or something? Yeah, you run into that urgent care center because they're going to coordinate the care. They're going to start the process for Correct. you. Correct. They're going to start that process. They're going to do the EKG. They're going to alert the ER. They'll get the ambulance for you and get you right in. Because look, think of the 84 right now. Right. So sometimes trying to get from one end of town to the other it's is all about timing. daunting. If you're home, you should definitely call your ambulance. Call 911. Call 911. Don't drive to an urgent care center. Right. But if you're in your car and the closest place is the urgent care center and you see what 84 looks like and it just happens, you know, I... People I, are we going can, to stop. We, and they have. Right. But we advise you to go. We will see you. Right. Triage And it. triage you. Right. But, but you should go directly to definitely the ER if you have the time. Absolutely. If you have the time. Time is muscle. Right. As they say. I, You know, I... 
tell the story of my my mom. She had a heart attack back in um, May, and she um, in the middle of the night. And my father said to her, "What do you want to do?" And he she says, "I, I think I might be having a heart attack." They got in the car and drove to the hospital because they thought it would be faster. That's now. Thank God she did well. It's a thought process. <laughs> They drive down yeah. because they want to be in control. Right. And they don't want the ambulance to wake up the neighbor. And they don't want the lights and sirens. Yeah, they don't want the lights and sirens. They don't embarrassed. want it. Un- uh, unbelievable. Yeah. But, you know, it's so against the grain. You know, it's yeah. so against the grain. And But, you know, at the Urgent Care Center, you know, you see things sometimes that you have to treat. And you have to. But they're, they have to start, right, too. But you're definitely a funnel to get them directly to the hospital need right. be. Right. Getting the ambulance following your protocol like you did tonight yep. like with this young girl right you know you were able to get her in get her in, get her in. So you, you made you me have la- to see her yeah you made me laugh you just looked at the girl and you said get in here yeah <laughs> that's what's good about having really good medical staff and especially our RNs Very true. who know how to assess a patient and really get that patient in ask the right questions and handle it the way it needs to be handled and it was all within a matter of minutes because in a kid in, in a kid like that with a head injury you got to make sure there's not a bleed absolutely you know you got to make sure that the young girl doesn't have a bleed she needed further follow-up she definitely more than you yep. can do at the urgent care center we are going to take a quick break because when i come back what i wanted to do is i want to focus on other services sure that we have at the urgent care center aside from being the urgent care most center. definitely okay be right, right back
Welcome back, everyone. Robin Sills from St. Mary's Hospital, Medically Speaking, our first edition of the new year. So welcome back. I hope everyone had a great holiday. So I am here tonight talking about our urgent care centers um, versus our the emergency room. And as you very well know, St. Mary's Hospital, or if you don't know, St. Mary's Hospital has four urgent care centers, our newest being out in Cheshire. And I have with me tonight one of our nurse leaders that is part of the team, the medical team for our urgent care centers, and she helps to set them all up. And I don't want to hear anything about that because you do. Hi. Janice Edmonds, she's an incredible RN um, with a lot of knowledge and a lot of background. So, you know, before we get into talking a little bit more about our services at the Urgent Care Center and what we can do for um, our patients out there, how about you? What made you do this type of medicine? I started this a long time ago. Did back you really? In 92. Yeah. Oh, come on. Really? You're that old. Yes, I am. <laughs> this is dyed. I know you can't see it, but it is. <laughs> yep. Um, I went to school for medical assistant. I did that at Yale for, I went to the floors at Yale for a couple years. I think it's so important to do floor medicine. Yep. It's so important to do floor medicine. I agree. Because you see so much, you learn so much, and you were an MA on yes. the floors. That's really neat. And then I got out of it for, for a little while. And I went back, and I started back in our occupational health department, uh-huh. and I was there for, well, I've been with St. Mary's for 10 years. And you went back and got your RN. And then I went back and got my RN four years ago, maybe almost five. You're incredible. You have you have such a good base, such a solid base. And, you know, I speak about floor nursing because I think we see so much of floor nurse in floor nursing. I, that's where I learned the most. When I worked on the floors is where I learned the most. And you do. You pick up you pick up so much. You know what to yep. look for. You know? Yep. I was on the floor for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, then I decided to come out to the urgent cares and occupational health. Right. And you see a lot in occupational health. And our occupational yes. health department um, currently is located adjacent to our West Main, West Main. Street office. Right. So we yes. have the urgent care on one side and you have the occupational health Correct. on the other. Yes. And it's busy. It is. It's definitely a busy. It's definitely a busy place. So when we when we left, we were talking about when a patient goes to the urgent care center and you need to get them to an ER. Correct. And one of the things as a consumer that I'm asked a lot, you know, I'm asked a lot. But actually, my husband just went for an exam this afternoon, and one of the copays was astronomical, and he questioned it. Yep. So uh, we all question things. So if I if I go into your urgent care center and we all have copays, yes, and I have a copay, then I go to the emergency room, then I got another copay. How does that work? Ours goes gets transferred to the emergency room. So if you come to a St. Mary's Urgent Care Center and we transfer you to St. Mary's Hospital Correct. ER, the 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 urgent care copay is wiped away and it is now Added just one copay. Right, just that. one copay. So what you already paid us goes over to... And it transfers to that right. bill. It transfers to that bill. And that's so important because a lot of people would be stuck with two separate co It's a big concern. It's a big concern. because A lot of a lot people of, won't go because of it. Right. It's a lot of out-of-pocket expense. And the urgent care centers are a little, you know, they're definitely more, they're less expensive than going to the yes. ER. So if you have that sore throat. There's no reason to go to the ER for A that. smart consumer right. would definitely go to the emergency room. Right. You know. No. I mean, go to yeah. the urgent care center. <laughs> Wake me up. Good thing you're watching me tonight. <laughs> so now another question I have is, when when you look at 
the care that you give in our urgent care centers because you've been which part is of them, exceptional which is exceptional because everything at St. Mary's is exceptional care every day every patient every day but when you look at the care that we give at our urgent care centers how do you think we compare in the general market of urgent care centers I mean what makes us stand out what do you think makes us stand out um, might be biased, but we have nurses. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to be a little biased by having um, our healthcare team stellar. Um, we have the connection with the hospital, right? That we can call over there if our because we do have MA, uh, MDs, we have APRNs, MPAs that are all ER trained, right. but they do have the backup of the ER, yeah, so they could pick really up good. the phone and say, "Hey, I'm questioning this. Mm-hmm. What do you think?" Right. So there, there's, they have that backup. They have that communication. And I think that's so important. I, I love the idea that we can bridge a patient over. That yep. bridging that bridging is so important. Well, also, before we left, we were talking about some of the other things that we can do in an urgent care center that aren't typically urgent. Correct. So we were talking at one point about sports physicals, you and I. So, yeah. And I know that's... Oh, to, it sounds like it's pretty urgent when a kid comes home from school and says, oh, I need this for tomorrow. That is urgent. Which they do. How do you handle the sports physicals? They come in. Um, unfortunately, in, through the urgent care centers, the sports physicals are not covered by insurance, which mm. people don't quite understand. Right. I know. But it's it's just like the kid coming home and saying, hey, ma, I need two dozen cupcakes for tomorrow. <laughs> but you can do them. Yeah, we but can do them. But they need to understand right that they're not fully covered. Correct. Right, they're not, because it's not, you don't cover the well visit. Right. Right, so, but, but you're there to do them. We are. If you have to do them, you're there to do them, which is, if you have to have it the next day, Yep. sometimes there's not much you can do. And a lot of people do them. And a lot like, of people do And it goes towards their deductible, I would think. I would imagine. But most people should check with their insurances. HSA card. Right, your, your HSA their, card, right. But you got to check with your insurance yeah, to be 100% insurance. certain. And you do a lot of other testing there, too. We do. Um, we do. We could do anything from mono to strep um, to flu. Um, any urinalysis, if you think you have a UTI. Um, hemoglobin, glucose testing. You do, and you do x-rays. We do. You have and, general x-ray, right? Right. We could do in our patients and outside patients, which and is nice. And we can do an EKG. Yes, we have EKG. Right, we can do the EKGs. Now, when someone does a test there you know, in our office, do you follow up with those patients? It That one depends. Right. Um, if they come in and they were treated appropriately, right? if I'm concerned about that patient, right. I will definitely call that patient. Right. Children, I usually call back just right, to just check. Because, right. Um, if you come in for a sore throat and we strep culture you and send it out to the lab right. and it comes back normal, you probably will not hear from us. Right. But you're more than welcome to call us. Right, to look at that to, result. To check. To look at that result and find out if it's, you know, if it's good or right. not. And, and like you said, if you if someone comes in and they're, and they're um, questioning, you're questioning a UTI and they start them on a medication, you want to make sure it's the right medication. Correct. So you'll follow up with them. Right. If, if, it's, not, if, if it's, it's not the right, you'll follow up and you'll change that medication most for definitely. them. Most definitely. So the prime, so the physician that's there, the the covering physician or provider will change the prescription most definitely, and, and get back to them. And that's the follow up. I think that's so important. That's missing from some of the other. It ha- it needs to be done. It has to be done. Yeah, and I know you are crazy with it. 
I think we are all the nurses. Yeah, all the nurses yeah. are. And the other thing that I don't think people realize, you know, you mentioned, you know, you can test for the flu, but we give the flu vaccine. We do. Right? So those of you that haven't gotten your flu vaccine, you still should get your flu vaccine. It's never too late. gentleman in today. Who came and got his flu vaccine. He did. There was a gentleman who came in today with a cut. This was a funny situation, but we won't say what type. But he came in, he had a cut, yep. and he said, I think it's been years since my last tetanus. <laughs> and, you know... Those are the things that you get. You get. He actually called his boss and came back. <laughs> he called his boss and said, I'm coming back for my day. And, and shot. said, said I'm going to be late. I need to stay. And get and get this cut looked at and get a tetanus shot. He did. And he got it. Well, because he's worried. Yeah. Because he was worried he got cut with a knife. You know, and that's so, you know, those are the things that in an emergency room would be sitting there for the longest time because they truly have emergencies. Right. And these are things that you want to go into your doctor for. And now because we have so many different locations. We're there. We're there. So let's talk about where we're located. Let's talk about the first one that started. Naugatuck. Naugatuck was our first one, and it's definitely one of our busiest ones. It is. Right? It is. But West Main, I think, is creeping up on them. Yeah. (laughs) They are. Um, Our Naugatuck one is located at 799 New Haven Road. Mm. So... That's in the Crossbow Plaza, right? Yes. So it's further down. Just before the old Peter and Paul... Yep. Factory was. Down, down in that there. little plaza where that McDonald's is. Right. And they're outgrowing their space. Hopefully we'll be able to get them a new location. I believe that's in the works. Yeah, I believe it's in the works. I believe it's in the works. I believe it's in the works. And Waterbury is our... No, Wolkett came second. Wolkett came second. Um, and they're at 503 Wolkett Road. So they're way out on Wolkett Road. They are. They're way out. They're almost in Bristol. Right. You know, not to get off track with that, but... You see a lot of patients from that Bristol. You do. You get a lot of crossover. Bristol, yeah, you get a lot of crossover from that Bristol market, but they're way, way out there. But it's it's busy. So if you think that you're you're trying to get to Wolkett and you can't find it, keep going. Yeah, keep going because it's keep there. Keep going. It's there. Yeah, it's, it's there. It's in a, in a brown building to the left, right? Yep. Like a brick, mm-hmm. brick, brick building to the left. Just past... past Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin Donuts. <laughs> the drive through We were just talking about that, Johnny. <laughs> Just past Duckadog. And then Waterbury on 1312 West Main. That was June of That was June, yeah. Yeah, June of, of last year or the year before. Boy, I don't know. Time is flying. I'm going to tell you that it was last year, but it could be two years now. It could be two years. It I might be it, two years. I think it's two years. I think it... I think you might be right. I think it's two years. But what's unique about that one is the connection with the occupational health. Right. So before we talk about the Cheshire location, because we've, you know, we've already alluded to Cheshire, with that occupational health. So what happens in the occupational health side of that? What, who do, what do they see over there? They're their own entity. entity. So they do work-related injuries, physicals for Companies, DOT physicals, which you can't get at a lot of places anymore. Urgent right. cares used to do physical uh, DOTs, but they don't do them anymore because of the extensive training that you have to have to do a DOT training. Or and would insurance a D- cover DOT it physical. on an urgent care side or no? Um, we don't even do them, so I wouldn't even know. No, but it goes. But definitely the occupational health. I don't know if insurance covers theirs. I do not believe so. The insurance doesn't cover the physical, but it's a contract. No. It's contract. Right, it's a contract. But I also think that people that don't have contracts, like say just a regular person, needs a DOT, they could call up and they could call up and yes. have it done. Right, mm-hmm. and I believe that's cash. That's and it's cash. Well, credit card. 
whatever. And they're there. How how are they there? Every they're day? there Monday through Friday, eight to four thirty. So how about the uh, the urgent cares? What are the hours for our urgent cares? Our urgent cares are Monday through Friday. Um, blood draw starts at seven a.m. And it goes to 8 p.m. Okay. Our provider comes in at 8 p.m. Or 8 a.m. That, that would be <laughs> 8 awful, 8 right? 8 p.m., yeah. 8 p.m. to 8 p.m. I want those hours. <laughs> so 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Now, the, you just said something, the blood draw. Yes, we have blood draw stations in all our urgent cares. So every single location has a blood draw, but you don't have to be an urgent care patient. You can go in and just have your blood drawn like any lab. With a lab slip, with yes. Your own, with a lab slip. Correct. So your doctor, if you say to your doctor, you know what? I live out in Cheshire. They just put in a brand new center out there. Can you just fax it over? Yes. And it could just be faxed right over to your location. Correct. Yes. It's a beautiful and, thing. And even if they just needed a chest x-ray. Correct. Because right? we have x-ray on, on right site. on site. On, and that well, is a, the, the state of the art. And they're there 8 to 8. And they're there 8 to 8. And the neat thing about the x-ray is because everything is digital. Yes. The radiologist at the hospital reads it right away. Our our provider, if it's our patients, our right. urgent care patients, right. our doctors will look at them, mm-hmm. and then they still get sent over to, to the, the hospital for the second read. Correct. Right, and then but if it's someone that's just a walk-in for just a general X-ray, then that goes right to radiology, and then that goes right to their doctor. So it'll go right to their physician. Right. So it, it's automatically faxed. Yes, to their physician from the radiology, so, and department. it's really fast. You know, it's really, the turnover is really quick because, I mean, I worked in the radiology world for a long time. The turnover is really quickly. So, I mean, if you just need that chest X-ray or the general X-ray, even a lumbar spine or anything in general X-ray, it's a quick and easy way to get they in are and out. Totally qualified to do all those. Yeah, and it's a quick and easy way mm-hmm. to get in and out. You know, so we definitely. You know, I, I think that when we see the word urgent care, you don't think of. The general services that you can provide right within the urgent care. They think of just right. Something's wrong. Get me in. Yeah, something's wrong. Get me in. Kind of thing. And the wait is not long in our urgent no. cares. The turnover is pretty quick. No, like I said before, everybody's usually ten to fifteen minutes. We know why you're there. Right. And versus going to the emergency room where you're sitting there for such a long time with well, so many different people. Yeah, we would hate to see that one person sitting in the corner with chest pain not right. telling us. Right. So we, we need to know why so you're there. Soon, so yeah. I'm walking into an urgent care center. Say there's three or four people. You get registered. You get registered right away. You get registered, and then somebody will come out, call you, triage you. If we don't have any rooms, that's do your vital signs, things like that. It, ask you why you're there. Um but your care is elevated based on what it is, based yeah. on what the need but, is. Yes. Right? Yes. So if someone does come in with the chest pain. Yes. Just like tonight. Say with that girl that, that had come in, if you had three or four other people in the room, you would have grabbed that girl irregardless right away based on what happened. Yeah, I would have grabbed her just by the way she looked. <laughs> you know, and so that, I mean, that's important for people to know. You're not, you're not walking into an area where there's non-clinical professionals that, you know, are just looking at you as a receptionist right. and not sure how to triage you. I mean, everything's glass. Our receptionists are medical assistants. Your receptionists are medical assistants. So, so we don't triage. have receptionists. So they draw your blood. They triage you. So they know the reason why you're there, and they're triaging so, you before they even get to you. We triage you the minute we lay eyes on you. And what I love about the, the facilities is... Especially the new Cheshire one. It's all glass. Yes. So when they they could see someone walking in, everybody mm-hmm. could see it. Right. You know, so everybody can jump up 
if Which they happens. see something. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Well, definitely. I think it's so important to, you know, have those extra set of eyes yeah. that someone might be missing something, you know, and you're picking up on it much quicker. I know you and I did a program for the uh, Cheshire Senior Center. So fun. We did. So fun. And they asked some really, really neat questions. And, you know, they, they, their age group, they don't want to sit in an emergency room. No. They don't want to sit in an emergency room. But they still have their longstanding doctors. But sometimes they just need that extra set of eyes or they have something going on and they can't get into their physician. And I think that, you know, knowing that the urgent care centers are expanding to all these communities, we're going to be providing services to so many people as a fill-in. <coughs> To, you know, for the physician, you know, right. to help provide that extra set of care. So now they're talking about potentially another site. Yes. And you're going to be helping with that in the setup, probably. Maybe. Maybe helping. Maybe. But we, you like your little <laughs> Cheshire spot now, right? I do. You like your little Cheshire spot. So there's some other stuff we didn't talk about in regards to what you can do there. So you give the flu, you give the flu vaccine, we can give the flu vaccine, but there's some other testing that you can do. We were talking about what vaccinations you can give, some different shots. We have that you Hep B have. vaccine vaccinations. Um, we have MMRs. Mm-hmm. Um, if you Which need is measles, mumps, rubella. Right. Um, if you need a PPD, we so, have okay, those. Okay, so say someone comes in and they need a PPD because they need it. Because they were. Well, so tell me how that would work if someone comes in. Now they're making you cough. I'm sorry. Me. <laughs> but someone comes in that thinks they need a PPD because maybe they were exposed. They fill out the paper. We get them registered. Do they do a chest x-ray? No. 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 It's all depending on the questions that they answer, if we're going to give it or not. Right. The questions that are on the form. Right. Like if they had a BCG vaccine or... Right. That's okay. So, you know, if you stop and look at the type of patient that's coming into your urgent, into the urgent care center, it's a whole variety of patients. So, you know, we're talking, we're talking about PPD, which is, you know, what we do for, for people to screen to see if they've been exposed to tuberculosis. And someone could just randomly come in and that's a service that we do provide. A lot need them for school. A lot of kids need them for school. For colleges. For col- Oh, for colleges. Mm-hmm. How about the meningitis vaccine? We do not have those. No, that goes through no. your pediatrician, right? Yeah. Maybe you mentioned school, so you know I was thinking about the yeah. college student. So that goes through your pediatrician. What are some of the other... We, I know you have a whole list of different medications you can give out here, too. So tell me, in the urgent care center itself, what we have on hand and why we would utilize it. Like we have in, anything from... Everyday Tylenol. Mm. Um, we have Zofran. So if somebody comes in with, as we discussed earlier, with that mild nausea, right? Um, we could give that to help to help ease it down. To help ease it down. You know, we were talking about that too. But you know, there was a stomach bug that had been going around over the holidays. A lot of people had this stomach bug, yeah. and um, I know my sister-in-law ended up in the emergency room, poor thing, with it because she needed an IV. But she says once they gave me that Zofran, it calmed yeah. right down. So you know. We can't give the IV right in the urgent care center because you want to, you know, you want someone to be monitored. But you could give them the Zofran and get that care started before it's they got getting to, the care right, started. Getting the care Just started, like if somebody does come in with chest pain right. and the provider decides to give an aspirin, right? Then that's what we do. Right. We do the EKG. Right. We do the aspirin. We call the ambulance and get everything started. Right. So we could start it. So you start the entire process. So what are some of the other medications that you that some that you more routinely would give? 
You have epinephrine on hand? We do. For that allergic reaction? We do. Bee stings, anything like that? Yes, we do, definitely. And that probably would... We have sylvathine if you have a little burn. If you have a little burn. And, you know, we were talking to Doc today about burns because, you know, you look at a burn, you don't know when a burn... Oh, my God, should I be going to the emergency room? How bad is this? Is this going to get infected? We all try to treat it ourselves at home. Always. You know, I'm not going to say going to an urgent care center is a bad idea when you're going to a burn because it depends about, like you were saying, how much of your body's burned. But, I mean, if you have a burn on your hand, that's something you can go to the urgent care center for if they feel you need to be reassessed. Yeah, if you touch the oven. Right. Yeah, you probably could see us. But, you know, if we feel you need further evaluation right. then then we'll you'll we will send, send you. we'll send you out and we're also talking about those asthma attacks for especially kids that play sports and don't even know they have it right and then they come in wheezing and they come in wheezing yeah. so you have the ability to treat them yes we can give them an inhaler we have albuterol junab they so you know they they feel better they feel better, right? They do. So doc comes and they can in be as, monitored. They can be monitored, and you keep the kids there. Yes, and you watch them yes. to see how they react with mm-hmm. the medication. It's not even kids; it's adults too. Yeah. Especially this time, everybody's sick. With uh, everybody has a virus. Everybody has some kind of a virus, yep. and so they come in and they need that respiratory treatment, and, we're and you can able do it. To do that. You know, that, that, that's interesting. When you think about urgent care, I think people really just think, "Oh, if I have a cut, or I got a, you know, I." Maybe I have a sore throat. Sore throat's the big one. I'm sure it is. you see a ton of. Sore throat. What are some of the other cough. things? Cough. Cough, right? And right now that is rampant. Right, right now. that. But there's so much more that we, can, that we can do, and which is why I wanted to bring you here tonight. Lacerations. Lacerations, because you can stitch. Yes. Right? You guys can stitch. When you stitch someone, do they come back to take the stitches out from yes. you? Can they come back it's, to you? It's a global visit. Okay. So what happens? So it's you will not be charged for the... Suture remo- this stitch removal. Okay. Okay. It's, it's part already, of one total it's visit. Part of the total visit. One total visit. Who wants to go to the emergency room and sit there to get stitched? They don't. No. I, they don't. You, you really don't. No. You really don't. It's the worst. You know, and I love our emergency rooms, but they are so busy. They are busy. They are so busy. And that's the hope. I'm sure nationally that urgent care centers will help in conjunction with hospitals to work as a team to help keep patients that don't need that real emergent care but need urgent care. To take some of the load off the ER, right. too. Because yes. there's a difference between urgent and emergent. Yes. I mean, there really is. That's why we call one an emergency room and one urgent. Yep. You know, because it's that sore throat that you have on a Friday that you're like, ah, it's fine. And by Sunday, you have a raging fever. You're like, you know what? I better make sure I, I don't have, have strep. Right. Or the abscess under your arm. Or the abscess under your arm or the, or the you know, the kid that really does hurt his wrist or, or his ankle playing a sport. Yep. That you can immobilize. Yes. You take the x-rays and immobilize them. We can do that. You know, we have splints, we have crutches, right? Braces. Oh my God! It's definitely you're fully stocked. Not braces for your teeth. Not braces for your teeth. <laughs> braces for your legs. But you're you're definitely fully stocked. We and, are. And having that partnership with the emergency room is huge, because what it does, and as we said earlier, it provides us with the ability to have that continuity of care and get that patient in right away. Right. You know, get that patient in right away. So we're going to. Um, I want to recap a little bit 
of what we said, just because, you know, we, we have a little time left, but I want to recap a little bit about what we said in regards to some of the things that we treat. I want to, she's making me turn my paper over. I didn't know if there was anything on no, the No, I don't have any. <laughs> I, you had all the information on yours. I want to recap when we're talking about flu and fever, when we're talking about the eye infections, when we're talking about colds and rashes and, and those sorts of things, is there any level of acuity, you would say, that would deter it from coming to the urgent center and make it an emergent care? For if eye infections, right? that's usually pink eye. Right. So, yeah, no, that's not. But... Some people with the coughs and the colds, their right. chests are so heavy, and they they pr- might need to go. They may need they may yeah, need to go. They might need and, further work up. And based on what their history is too, what their True. own personal medical history is, right? That's a big plays you know, a big the, part of it. You know, so you should look at your own medical history, and you know, someone that requires more care, yes. so that a common cold may be a little bit more for you. Right. Or the flu may be a little bit more for you. And if you haven't had a flu shot, and if you hadn't had a flu and shot, and with the flu. Right. Can be worse. Indefinitely. And for those, and as we said, for those um, sprains and strains that are minor, so in nature and not protruding the skin or, you know, broken bone protruding the skin, that's something that we would definitely refer to the emergency room. But in looking at someone with a heart attack, to me, that's the biggest one. Yes. To me, that's the biggest one because that is definitely an emergent care, but based on location for where people live. And I do think of... They still come. They still come. And I think it's... Well, and, and again, I think a lot of it has to do with logistically where they are. And they'll call you know call an ambulance if you're at home. Right. But if you're in your car, again, go to the closest one. They do. Right? Go to the closest location. Tell me, walk me through, just so that our audience will understand. Walk me through. I'm walking in the door and I tell you I have chest pain. What You're happens? coming right in the room with me. You're coming right. I have chest pain. I'm coming right in the You're room with you. You're going right in the room. And I will come in do? the room. Actually, probably the doctor will come in the room, and one of the MAs will come into the room, you know, because somebody has to still get everybody registered. Right. But we're, we're more concerned about what's going on. Right. And That's we'll first. do an EKG right away. Right. Everything and will be done right there. Would you Do you treat them with aspirin right away? D- that depends on the provider. Okay. That depends on the doctor. But the EKG, we can... We can assess. Right, we can assess. And at that point, do you call 911, irregardless? It's usually the provider does. Usually the provider will call. Yeah, he's usually... Well, he doesn't call. He says to call he or she. (laughs) He or she, call 911. Yeah, call 911. Right. And we'll call. And then that whole process starts because our emergency, our um, ambulance, ambulance companies work with the hospitals on our cardiac care protocols they do and so they have a a whole process that will take the person from the urgent care center or from their home and direct communication right to the emergency room but the process can start in the urgent care center it can. if if the patient is closer to that right if, if that's where they are if that's at that where time. they are you know we've come such a long way with how we treat our patients with medicine with medicine and how we treat our patients and where we get our care that it's I can't thank you enough because I'm I'm hoping that this helped our audience to understand more clear what is urgent, what's emergency room, because we still see those patients that I think can go to our emergency room. 
Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You did this little... Yeah, why don't you talk about this before before we go tonight? So we talk. Let's one. Let's give out our locations again, again, and our hours because I think that's really important. So we have four urgent four. care centers currently. Right. Um, our first one is in Naugatuck. It's at seven ninety nine New Haven Road. Mm-hmm. Um, next one's Waterbury. Um, they are at thirteen twelve West Main Street. Wolcott is five zero three Wolcott Road. And our new one in Cheshire is 1154 on Highland Avenue. Um, today I actually took a little look just to see how far everything was. Um, just from our Naugatuck location to our Cheshire location, it's really only 11 miles. Imagine so that. everything is really close. It, it's People might think, oh, no, I'm going to Naugatuck because that's where I go. Cheshire isn't that far. Right. Our volume is a little lower right now, right. so you know that might be worth the trip. Um, same thing from our Waterbury location; it's only like twelve miles, and our it's Wolka, right off the highway. Yeah, it's right off the highway, and our Wolka is only ten miles. So, I mean, if you have a two-hour wait, there are other options. There's other options. So, you know, one urgent care center just because it's the one that you've been using all the time. Be aware of all the other ones, and maybe call. Yeah. On your way in, right? Yeah. Oh, how long is your wait? Right. And if there's and not a we'll long wait, we'll tell you the best that we can. We'll tell you the best you can. On right, just basic because you don't know by the time they get there. Right, and we don't know the severity of the patient. Right, and you don't know, and of you have no idea. They are. You have no idea what's going to walk in. Right. Before the patient gets there, but it's kind of like you know, choose the best location you can. If it's you know, if you happen to be in that town, if you're in right. Cheshire, you know, definitely go to Cheshire. If you're in Naugatuck, try to go to Naugatuck first, but. Truly, from Naugatuck to Cheshire, it's not that far. It's not. No, it's not that far. And you know what? You don't want to miss dinner. And you don't want to miss dinner. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, the Waterbury location, like you said, is definitely getting busier. And I think they it's are. because where it sits. They are centrally located. They're centrally located. Centrally that was a located. perfect location. Oh, it was definitely a perfect location. It's right off the highway, right yep. across from CVS, um, right next to uh, another provider. And it's it's definitely one of our busiest locations. But, you know, I, I recommend that people, before they even need urgent care, maybe go look at our urgent care centers. Get an idea what's there. Find out what they're about. Find out what they're about. We, we invite you also to go on our website, stmh.org. You can click on locations. And once you click on locations, if you scroll through all the way to the end um, of our locations, you will see all of the urgent care centers and all the phone numbers attached to them. And so, hours. And, and hours, right. And hours. And what are the hours again? Monday through Friday. Lab opens at 7. Mm-hmm. Provider comes in at 8. 8 to 8. And Saturday is 9 to 5, and Sunday is 9 to 2. 9 to 2. And, you know, we, we provide you with uh, enough hours to definitely be able to utilize the services and try to fit it in. Um, and, and you know, that, that cut, that scrape, that bruise, that sore throat, don't let it wait right. from the Friday afternoon to the Monday. And don't forget we're there 365 days a year. That's right. And we were opened throughout the entire holiday, we were right? At our West Main location. At the West Main. We keep at least one of them open, yes. right? And then on the day after the holiday this year, we were, like we said, everybody was open. We were all open. They were all open. And the day before. And all busy. Yep. And all busy. And, you know, as I, like I said, as I thought back to myself, it's because, you know, I'm sure most of the providers had given their staff the holiday as well should be, you know, but we're connected to a hospital. So the hospital's 365. And there's what 24-7, right? 24-7. So, you know, we definitely want to be able to provide the care when and where you need it. 
So, Miss Janice, thank you. Thank you. So much for joining us. Do you have a health tip to, to end with for our audience? Which get, get a flu, flu shot. <laughs> get a flu shot, right? Get a flu get shot. A flu Are you shot. seeing much flu before we go off? I have not in Cheshire yet. Knock on wood. How about the other locations? I have not heard. No, and there's not much. been. I don't no. think there's been too many in the hospital. I think. No, I think people have definitely heeded yep. the warnings and uh, gone out and gotten their flu shots. But it's also still warm, so let's see. Yeah, it's also still very, very warm. So thank you again so much for joining me. I want to uh, let everybody know about our upcoming program. So uh, next Friday... Um, will be, which is Friday the 13th, January 13th, we will have on with us Dr. Suda Theravangadam. She will be our 930 program, um, which is our uh, Medically Speaking in the Morning, sponsored by Spirit of Women. But I will be away for that one. So filling in for me will be our communication specialist at St. Mary's that everyone knows, Jennifer Clement. And uh, I am giving Jen a little bit of a, a airtime and she will do superb I'm sure so she will be filling in for me and then the following week we will have on with us Dr. Sandeep Johar who is a pain specialist with NOS and he's going to be talking about um, your backs and how to keep them healthy so we are really excited about this year's programming I hope you can join me every other Wednesday evening um, from 6 to 7 as well as the second Friday of every month in the morning at 9.30 Robin Sills, St. Mary's Hospital, Exceptional Care, Every Patient Every day, have a great night. Veterans of America.